Okay, so if you're someone and you've been looking for love for like the last two years, then this episode is going to change a lot for you. Because inside this episode, you're actually going to learn why self-love is the unexpected answer to all your prayers. Like if you have been looking for answers, like why is this so hard for me? What do I need to do? Then it's time to look at self-love. And I guarantee before you say, I know what self-love is, I have (laughs) self-love. Don't you do that. I guarantee that what I mean by self-love is not what you're meaning now because I used to say the same thing myself and I, when I got into this and into what I'm going to walk you through inside this episode and the next four episodes, your whole concept of self-love is going to entirely change. So get listening. I'm going to show you exactly why self-love is the fastest and most empowering way into your dream relationship and the answer that you have been looking for get listening. Welcome to the Loved Up Effect podcast. I'm Emily Bucknell, your dating and self-love coach, here to get you from single and feeling unloved to completely loved up and in the relationship of your dreams. If you're a smart, successful, genuine woman who simply wants to have a loving relationship of your own, but no matter how much you want it or how hard you try, it just isn't happening for you, then you are in the right place. Not only am I here to answer your biggest and most frustrating questions when it comes to dating, love, and relationships in a way that no one else will, inside this podcast, you're going to learn exactly why self-love is the fastest and most empowering way into your dream relationship. Welcome to the Loved Up Effect. Let's get into today's episode. (laughs) So I am bursting with excitement about this episode and the next four episodes, this whole five part series that I'm going to be doing all about self-love and why self-love is the unexpected answer to all your love life problems. Um, And this I think is just epic because self-love was something I used to speak about when I was first um, started as a dating coach. Um, And I don't know where it went somewhere. And then last um, episode I put out, I was like, oh, let's do a fun self-love exercise. And then I'm like, wow, I forgot about how much I love (laughs) self-love and how easy it is to understand how it is such a fast and empowering way to have your dream relationship. So like I said, this is the first episode in what's going to be a five-part series where you're going to learn exactly that. Why self-love is the unexpected answers to unexpected answer, sorry, to all of your prayers. Like literally why it is the fastest and most empowering way into your dream relationship. And for those of you that don't know me, I'm Emily Bucknell. I am now your dating and self-love coach. Um, And, you know, over the last five years, I've had the absolute pleasure of working with thousands of women, smart, successful, genuine women who have that like, I just want to find love. I just want to give someone some love. I want to receive it. I want to be in a loving relationship. But like, no matter how much you want it, no matter what you do, no matter how hard you try, it just does not happen for you. You know, so you're at that kind of place where it feels like there's something wrong with you. You know, I remember people, that kind of saying out there where it's like, you know, you're the common denominator. Like that went through my mind all the time. There must be something wrong with me. There's some way where I'm not good enough. You know, you know, I used to feel too, and I'm sure a lot of you feel the same way. Like I'm failing at life because I'm still single. You know, we're just getting a decent date is an absolute struggle. So when something like something happens, like you get ghosted by a guy that you barely know, 
you know, it throws you into this utter despair, you know, overthinking, anxiety about your future. And it never really goes away. It's always like this big black cloud that's kind of hanging over you. You know, so you get to that point where you feel like, am I ever really even going to have this relationship? All the doubts come up. And with the more time that passes, it seems less likely that you're ever going to find love. If that's you, you relate to any of that, then I really want you to know that you're in the right place. You know, because I am an absolute expert at empowering women to turn all of this around and end up in the most incredible relationships through the most unexpected of ways, self-love, of course. So already there might be some of you, particularly if you're new to me, I know all my like chicks that have been around for a long time, you know, will already have heard me talk about this, but there might be a lot of you saying to yourself like self-love, like really, you know, and I get it. I totally get it. Self-love probably isn't what you expected the key to having your dream relationship to be. You know, it wasn't what I expected either back in the day, you know, and if this is what you're saying, then I think it's also freaking awesome. Because there's this epic quote from Einstein, I know I've said it before on the podcast, you know, that I absolutely live by. No problem can be solved by the same level of consciousness that created it. So like literally the answer that you've been looking for to solve this problem where no matter, you know, what you do or how hard you try, you cannot seem to find love. The solution to that is going to be something that you don't expect or that you haven't ever considered before. It's not something that is currently you're consciously aware of it. Like you don't know what you don't know. And it's universal law that for every problem, there is a solution. So if you want to have your dream relationship, it's a done deal. Like it is a done deal. But your first step then, if you're doing all the things and it's just not working for you, your first step is really about learning something new. It's about coming at it with an entirely new perspective and understanding, which is what this podcast series is going to give you this whole new understanding of like, okay, I can come at finding love from this way. Let's see where that takes me. You may also be someone, and this is really common. I did this myself too, <laughs> saying, well, I love myself. I know I'm kind. I know I'm awesome. I know my heart's in the right place. You know, I got self-love covered. That's what I used to say. Mainly because I didn't actually realize what deep transformational true self-love is. You know, there is an absolute ton of misconceptions, endless misinformation out there about self-love, which we're also going to clear up inside this series, you know, so that by the end of this five part series, you're going to know exactly what advice to stop listening to, what action to stop taking, because it's having the opposite effect than you intended. You know, it's actually stopping you from having your dream relationship. You're going to understand what I'm talking about when I say deep transformational self-love and the three steps that you need to take to get to that place. So that you know what exactly what action you need to start taking from here, you know, in order to actually have that dream relationship, which also includes, and I think this is something that gives a lot of people a hell of a lot of relief. This also includes a way that you're gonna understand of knowing that the action you're taking is actually getting you closer to love. You know, so you're not in that kind of place where you're at probably right now, where it's like, I'm blindly taking action, you know, and just like fingers crossed, hoping and praying that it finally works for you. When you start taking this action focused on self-love, like there's a way of knowing whether it's getting you closer or further away to the relationship that you want. You know, everything that I'm going to walk you through, <laughs> I learned the really hard way. <laughs> I spent like, literally 18 years, like just struggling in my love life. It was nothing but a struggle, 
And it all really started back in, I think it was seventh grade, when I've talked about this before as well, where I I missed like the first boy-girl party. I went to an all-girls school. And from then on, I always felt like I was falling behind everybody else. You know, like I needed a relationship to fit in. You know, I've, in order to kind of feel like I was moving forward in my life, you know, not to mention the fact that we, I wanted to feel how we all wanted to feel. I wanted to feel special. I wanted to feel chosen. I wanted to feel valuable, appreciated, you know, like I saw my friends experiencing. And all of this meant that I kicked off this pattern that would play out until my 30s, <laughs> where I fell into pretty much any relationship that came my way. You know, even if I knew in my heart of hearts that they weren't right for me or it wasn't going to be the kind of relationship that I truly wanted, you know, which also meant then that I was always the one that got dumped always and then had this horrible time moving on because I had all these beliefs that finding love was hard for me you know that I wasn't someone who anyone really wanted you know and that these relationships I had at least they were freaking relationships and it wasn't like I was going to find anything better needless to say none of this was much fun (laughs) eventually I ended up dumped again at 31 which threw me into like next level freaking out, you know, just, am I going to be single forever? Am I never going to have the kind of committed relationship, the family of my own that I'd always wanted and like literally had just assumed I would have. I had never expected that I'd be single at 31. You know, and it wasn't made any easier because when I looked around, all my friends are coupled up, you know, building proper adult lives. And here I was, again, that same feeling of falling behind. Here I was, same place in my kind of 20s, you know, just being like, why, why, again, still? You know, I felt like I was failing at life and it was embarrassing. I felt all kinds of shame about myself. You know, that clearly there was something wrong with me. I was always like, oh my gosh, if I'm thinking there's something wrong with me, everybody else must be thinking that too. You know, clearly I was going about trying to find love all wrong. It was like this big mess that I had this, like I said, this kind of big dark cloud. I didn't know what to do about it, you know, and it was something that nobody else had to deal with, you know, but being the problem solver, make it happen kind of person that I am, I then made it my mission, you know, single at 31, recently dumped. I was like, dude, I'm going to figure this thing out. You know, I made it my mission to figure it out so I could have what it is that I wanted. So where did I go to advice to help me figure this out? (laughs) Where we go to get most information like Google, dating blogs, articles I found online, advice from family and friends. All of that is what I call mainstream dating advice. You know, and I went down every rabbit hole there is. You know, I started online dating for the first time. I'd avoided it previously because I felt like it was only for losers that couldn't find love in real life. You know, so I had taken on that belief about myself, you know, that clearly I was a loser that nobody wanted. So I had to do this. You know, I read up on what men found most attractive in women and I made sure I became that, you know, came across all this stuff about masculine, feminine energy, you know, self-diagnosed myself as being too in my masculine energy. So I did all these courses about how to be more in my feminine energy. I followed all the dating rules known to men, waiting to respond to messages, not initiating contact, being the like kind of chilled out, go with the flow, flirty, but also playing hard to get kind of a girl. You know, I read somewhere, wear red dresses on first dates. 
you know, and I owned no red dresses because I don't even like the color red. I went out and bought this whole wardrobe of red dresses, you know, a certain perfume that somebody I read online said was good. I can't even remember what it was. Like be the girl next door with a little bit more. You know, I kept myself busy. I made sure I always had plans. I took up hobbies I didn't really care about just because I read somewhere like have hobbies and be busy and not too available. Like did any of this work? Like, you, do you think any of this worked? <laughs> and I know you know the answer, not at all, which only made me feel even worse about myself and more hopeless about finding love. You know, I was literally in this place and I know a lot of you are in this place right now, you know, where you're suffering, you're literally suffering. You know, and I didn't at the time, I didn't pay attention to the way that I was suffering. I didn't take care of the way that I was feeling because I was actually at this place where I thought, you know, even though I'm feeling so unloved, I'm feeling so like I'm just not valued in any, any way, shape or form. I feel like, you know, my life is not the thing that I wanted to, wanted it to be. You know, I remember sometimes walking to work being like, is this it? Like, is this it for my life kind of a thing? But I didn't pay attention to any of that because I thought having the relationship would fix all of that. And it was at this time, it wasn't at this time when I was like on this mission, wearing my red dresses, that I matched with someone on Tinder that he blew me away. Like he was interested in me. He was like not the usual non-committal party boy that I seemed to end up with. He wanted a relationship. He had a cool job. You know, he planned really awesome dates. He drove an adult like car. <laughs> and we dated for three months and then went on like this insanely romantic holiday, like horse riding through the Canadian Rockies into um, Hawaii on the way home. You know, and I felt like it was finally my turn. And I had people say that to me, like, we're just so happy for you, Emily. Finally, it's happening for you. And then we get home and he ghosts me. <laughs> I laugh now, but my God, it was a low point. You know, I remember having dinner once at my parents' house and I was driving home to my apartment where I lived by myself, just crying, like this point of absolute frustration, like screaming, like, what do I need to do? <laughs> I'll do anything. Just tell me what I need to do. And pain, honestly, like sometimes we've got to hit those low points because pain is one of the best motivators out there. You know, the reason that we feel pain, it gets us to do something different. Like, you know, if you stuck your hand on a hot stove and you didn't feel pain, you'd be in trouble. So I get home anyway and I was like, okay, who knows why? Like one of those things, I picked up the book, The Alchemist, and like a friend had given it to me years before and I never read it. And for some reason, I just picked it up and my mind was absolutely blown. You know, it really opened my eyes to the fact that we're not living our lives in isolation alone in this kind of like random series of events that are happening to us. You know, the, the lives that we live, you know, what we're actually experiencing, it's a reflection of what's happening within us. You know, and there's this incredibly powerful way to live with life, you know, as opposed to fighting it, which is what I had been doing. And from that point, I became a total and utter recluse for like months learning about universal laws, manifestation, the unconscious mind, intuition, just hours reading, listening to podcasts, investing in courses, coaching, you know, putting everything that I was learning into practice in my life as well, which I've honestly, since then I've continued to do less of a recluse, but I still do all of that stuff. 
And the thing is that once I started putting what I was learning into practice, like literally living what I was learning, it wasn't very long until I started to feel the shifts happening within me, like feeling lighter, less anxious, less worried, happier, excited, hopeful. You know, and then the people in my life noticed a difference. You know, all the people I worked with, family, friends. And from that point, my life started to change. You know, I had two dream, absolute dream jobs unexpectedly fall into my lap. I was loving dating, meeting these incredible men. I was like, where have you been? Um, one who I've now been married to for the last five years and we have two beautiful children. So after I experienced all of this, like it took me a while, but I was like, I think I have something freaking massive to share. You know, and when I was trying to figure out exactly what it was, self-love kept popping up everywhere. You know, I remember I was driving my six-year-old now was a baby and I was driving. I used to take her on sleep drives, didn't like napping. <laughs> um, so I drive just listening to podcasts, which was pretty awesome. And I was listening to this podcast, nothing to do with self-love or any of that kind of stuff. Um, and they were actually interviewing someone who was talking all about self-love. You know, and it was this moment where I was like, self-love, like this keeps coming to me. And I remember thinking, this is so random. And then I looked down and I was wearing this like crappy t-shirt I bought that had self-love on it. It was like one of those t-shirts you buy to kind of sleep in sort of a thing. I'm like, I don't care what it says. But I looked down and this t-shirt that I'm wearing said self-love as well. And it just hit me like a ton of bricks in that moment. I still can picture exactly where I was. You know, where I realized that self-love is the core of everything because we are the core of our lives, you know, and like Lucille Ball said, you know, it's sim it is as simple as love yourself first and everything falls into line. You know, you focus on self-love and life gets a whole lot less complicated. Like you don't need to worry about what manifestation techniques to use, which universal law you need to follow, consciously making sure you're thinking positively, all of that kind of stuff. Like literally, it's as simple as love yourself first and everything falls into line. You know, so essentially I've spent, I've spent the last like nine, 10 years creating what the framework that I now have, the loved up effect, which is the backbone of like everything I teach. You know, and it is the how to create deep transformational self-love in three steps that will take you from single and feeling unloved and loved and into your dream relationship. And in the last five years, I've had hundreds of women through the loved up effect. You know, Nina, who had placed all kinds of limitations on love and what was possible for her, went through the loved up effect and recently married the most incredible man. Linda, who didn't believe love would ever happen for her as long as she had the health issues that she had, went through the loved up effect and married the most supportive man who is now by her side through it all. You know, Carly, who had been dating for 10 years, never really getting anyone anywhere, you know, constantly trying to figure out what was wrong with her, went through the loved up effect and has just welcomed a beautiful baby girl into the world with her husband. Sue, who stayed stuck in a relationship that wasn't right for her for three and a half years because she didn't feel worthy of anything better, went through the loved up effect and she's now married and in the relationship of her absolute dreams. Naomi, who spent years trying to be who she thought men wanted, you know, because she didn't feel like she was enough and through the loved up effect became empowered to drop all of that, met the most incredible man who loves her wholly and completely for who she is and they now have a baby boy together. Sophie, who's been reunited, reunited and is back living with a boyfriend from her past that she loved, 
but she had turned him down because she didn't feel like she was good enough for the relationship that he wanted to give her. And Heather, who was absolutely blown away, blown away that she has like 100% her dream man in her life now, her dream relationship, you know, after going through the loved up effect and finding deep transformational self love. I could go on forever. <laughs> you know, and of the 20 women that went through the very first version of the loved up effect, four are now married, three are started families, seven in long-term relationships. Like it is effective. <laughs> and the reason that the loved up effect is so effective is because it isn't mainstream dating advice. You know, it's not all the advice you, that you're going to get from family and friends, what you read in blogs or online articles that give you all that kind of generic advice. Like you have to be on Bumble and not Tinder. You have to wear red dresses on first dates. Make sure you go to whatever gym because that's where the hot single guys hang out or the upmarket grocery store because that's where the family men will hang out. Like whatever it happens to be. All of that advice, it isn't ever going to help you find the relationship that you want. I really want you to understand this because your dream love, it isn't generic. Like it is totally unique to you, which means that no one else can tell you where you need to go, what you need to wear, how you need to act in order to have him come into your life. All of that, it can only come from you, your intuition, trusting yourself, trusting what is right for you. And that only comes from self-love. Not to mention the fact that most mainstream dating advice is completely toxic and it will erode away any self-love you have and make it near impossible for you to have the kind of relationship that you want, like the relationship that is based on love. And this is because the message behind most date mainstream dating advice is like, look and act a certain way to be who men want. You know, that's literally telling you that you are not good enough, that you are not good enough to be loved. And that you shouldn't trust yourself when it comes to taking action. Like keep online dating, even though you find it absolutely soul destroying and you'd prefer to drink toilet water, but keep doing it. <laughs> and then when you follow that advice, you know, that becomes exactly what you start telling yourself. I am not good enough. I cannot trust myself. I don't know what is right for me. And that my friends, is what gets you stuck in what I call the spiral of unhappily ever after, where you're listening to the, all this advice. It isn't working. So you feel worse about yourself. You feel less sure of yourself. You go back to the advice again. It doesn't help. So you feel even worse about yourself, more confused, more hopeless and down and down and down you go, you know, the suffering, the pain, you know, it begets that place where just like, I remember it feeling unbearable. You get to that place where you're like something freaking massive has to change. You go looking for answers, you find me and self love. <laughs> and I really want you to know that I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you in that suffering to get you out of that spiral and into love, which happens through self love. And it is literally the biggest win win that ever there was because the more loving and, and, and awesome a relationship that you have with you, the more empowered you feel. And the faster the relationship that you want with someone else will come into your life. You know, and first of all, I want to make it clear that what I'm talking about when it comes to self-love, it isn't likely what you're thinking. You know, this isn't about the hobbies or the interests that you have. It isn't about positive thinking. 
having spa days, working out, drinking green juice. You know, it isn't about any of that surface level stuff. You know, that stuff, yeah, it's like great kind of self-care type stuff. You know, a lot of that too, we think we have to do and it's not actually like you don't want to be working out every day and there's some other exercise, whole other side note. <laughs> but all of that kind of surface level stuff, it's like putting a band-aid on some like full body wound and thinking it's actually going to do something. You know, this will all become more clear in the next couple of episodes. But what I'm talking about when I talk about self-love is connecting with the raw, deep, unexpressed parts of yourself and installing love there. Like the nitty gritty, deep, transformational, true love, true self-love, like at the soul level, like that is what I'm talking about. And that is what leads you to experiencing absolute magic in your life. You know, love yourself first and literally everything will fall into line. And I say magic because it's literally, it's like, it, that's what it feels like when things start to change for you, you know, because you've been in this place where it seemed so freaking hard. And then all of a sudden things start to click into place for you. You know, even though I talk about magic, when you look up self-love, there's like some really interesting, like scientific research into the power of self-love, you know, that has actually shown that the more self-loving you are, the greater the capacity you have to give and receive love, you know, which goes back to that saying that you probably heard, you know, that you can't give what you don't have, you know, and that also self-love leads to more fulfilling relationships. And this is because that when you have self-love, you're no longer looking for someone else to give you what only you can give yourself. And I want to make this really clear. Someone else cannot ever, 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 be your source of love. You are your source of love. And any relationships that you have, they're only ever going to reflect back to you what is present within you. This is the universal law of correspondence. You know, the relationships that you have reflect your level of self-love. So you want better relationships? Look at self-love. And so often we get this backwards. You know, we say, and I used to do this too, I feel unloved because I don't have the relationship. So I'll go find the relationship and then I'll feel loved. That is backwards. And I get it. It took me a long time to be like, oh, okay, cool, I get this. But if you go at it with that kind of from that perspective where it's like, I feel unloved, so I'll get the relationship to make me feel loved, it ain't ever going to happen for you. It is never going to happen for you because it goes against the way that the universe works. You cannot go against the way the universe works. You have to feel loved first in order to have your dream relationship. Because when you also, when you're feeling unloved or you lack self-love and you're looking for someone else to fix that, then, then that's how you actually become dependent on what this other person does or doesn't do, which a loving relationship that does not make. When you lack self-love, this is how you end up in those dramatic relationships, you know, where you feel like you're just at a whim of what someone else does or doesn't do, you know, and without really realizing it, you end up trying to control what they do. I used to do this all the time. I wouldn't have said I was doing this at the time though. You know, you try to control how they respond to you, you know, take this action. I need you to do this. So I feel okay. And we all know what happens to those relationships. Well, you know, they don't last. And you're left feeling even more unloved than before. 
But when you have self-love and you feel loved already, you're not coming at this person with a need that they cannot meet. You know, you're actually at a place where you can give actual love. And that is love without expectation. It's love without control, which then makes you this absolute magnet for the balanced, calm, secure, next kind of relate, next level sort of relationship that I know you're here to experience. And the kind of self-love that I get you through in going through the loved up effect, it also means that we're reprogramming your unconscious mind so it starts working in your favor. Because what's happening in your unconscious mind like, is everything. We'll be talking about this more in one of the next episodes. But like in a nutshell, our unconscious mind, it controls 95% of our daily lives. You know, think of it like the engine of your car. Like you turn your car on and you're like pressing pedals and steering and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're doing all that kind of stuff and driving. But inside, like the engine is doing all kinds of other stuff. You know, it's I don't even know what the engine does specifically. But, you know, things are moving and stuff's happening and there's, there's so much more going on than what you're just doing and what you're experiencing. You're not aware of all the stuff that's happening in the engine. You don't even need to think about it. You just have to drive. The same goes for us. We have all this stuff happening in our unconscious mind. Like 95% of what is happening in our mind is unconscious. You know, we're not actually aware of it, but it's playing out our programming. You know, and that is... The perspectives we have, the beliefs, the stories, the habits, the ways that you see yourself, the world, the future, and all of that, it determines the action, it determines the action we take and ultimately the reality that we experience. So if you're someone and you think, okay, I've got to lose the weight in order to find love. I have to be more confident. You know, you have this kind of belief, I'm not someone who men want, then that is going to be exactly what you experience. You're going to strike out, strike out with guys and blame it on your weight. You know, you're going to be super nervous on dates and then have them go nowhere. Or you're going to find it hard to get a date at all. You know, if you see yourself as a loser like I used to that had to online date, you know, and will never be good enough to have the love of your life or that he doesn't exist at all, then that is going to be what you experience. You know, your unconscious program is why logically you might know you need to let go of your ex or a previous relationship but you just can't seem to do it you know because you have these deeper beliefs like you know he was my last chance at love so you're just hanging on to him for dear life and you're just like why <laughs> but when you ro reprogram your unconscious mind to be self-loving you know to have these kinds of beliefs like that you are magnificently loved just as you are you know, that your dream love is yours, that your future is like incredible, then that is going to be exactly what you experience. You'll also be empowered to say to no to relationships that aren't what you want. You're going to have the confidence to get out there and date like an absolute champ, you know, taking the scary steps to have the kind of relationship that you truly want. And this is what I mean. It feels like utter magic when you see your reality change. But this is also scientifically proven. <laughs> you know, you change the programming of your unconscious mind and you change the reality that you experience. You know, and this is kind of where the whole like think positively, have it a positive mindset comes from, you know, which is great and all, but real lasting change 
for real lasting change to occur, you have to go into your unconscious mind and change the programming there. And from there, the positive thoughts come. But going back to the magic of self-love, because this is like my favorite stuff. I love the woo-woo stuff. <laughs> what I really want you to understand when it comes to self-love is that you were put here for a reason. You know, as this specific, incredible person that you are. And you were put here by a power that is much bigger than us all. You know, that power, you can call it God, love, source, the universe. It's all one and the same. Like, love put you here. And what I really want you to understand is that it didn't put you here to suffer. It didn't put you here to be in pain and not have what it is that you want. We are all here to learn how to return back to love, how to return back to the power that put us here and experience that here on earth, which may sound, I get it, it may sound totally insane to your logical self, but I know there's a deeper part of you that knows that this is true and that the suffering that you're experiencing right now is simply because right now you're disconnected from that power of love. You know, and the universe has <laughs> the most beautiful way, most beautiful, uh, potentially annoying way of making us pay attention. Like by using your dream relationship as this kind of carrot, like to get you taking these steps, like listening to this podcast, you know, learning how to restore yourself to love, which is your birthright and your natural state of being. It's like, dude, this is the lesson of life. You want the relationship, you gotta learn this lesson. So I highly, highly recommend that you take everything I'm saying on because <laughs> this relationship is always going to be out of reach until you learn how to truly love you. And I say this because I learned this the very long and hard way. <laughs> so I feel like you have this, well, you do. You have this pretty epic choice here right now. You know, to either stay where you are, feeling how you feel about yourself and your life and not having your dream relationship, staying in that place of suffering and not having what it is that you want. Or, and I really encourage you to make the choice right now, freaking speak it out loud. <laughs> your other choice is to choose to love yourself, to feel incredible and have your dream relationship. You know, I'm not kidding. It's an absolute win-win. <laughs> and I'm sure, I guarantee, there's going to be some of you that have that part of you that like just cannot deal with the simplicity of this. You know, like it sounds all oh, way too good to be true. It has to be more complicated. And I get it. I felt the same way too. You know, I felt the same way too, but ultimately I was sick of feeling the way that I was. I was sick of not having the relationship that I wanted. And if it makes you feel any better, it may sound really simple right now. But self-love, like any relationship, it isn't easy. It takes work, like daily work. You have to go deep into like places within you that you've never been to before. But the rewards for it are absolutely everything. And 100%, you will not have the relationship you want, your dream relationship, until you do this. I, want, I guarantee it. So you may be like me back in the day when I ignored this, saying like, yeah, yeah, yeah I've already got self-love. You know, I like who I am. I know I'm proud of my achievements. You know, I'm a nice person. 
And like I talked about, 95% of what's happening in your unconscious mind is unconscious. Like you're not actually aware of it. And until you start to do this work, you're not actually in this moment right now. You don't have all the clarity that you need about how you truly feel about yourself. And nothing brings me more joy than helping you bring that all up to the surface, to your awareness. So that you know exactly where you stand in that relationship with you. Even now, actually. Like, I know I had this, um, this exercise in the previous episode. But if you haven't done it, I want you to go to a mirror. Take me with you if you want to. <laughs> go look at yourself in the mirror deep in your eyes and tell yourself. Like, speak it out loud deep to you. I love and accept that accept you. I love and accept you. And if you want to take it to the next level, do it while you're naked. And that will give you an idea of how comfortable you are right now loving you. I've also, super excited about this, created a self-assessment for you to take. It's like seven questions, only take you a couple of minutes, and it's going to give you some really big insight, even just now, about how self-loving you are. Like deep down at that unconscious level. Because like I said, right now, unless you've done this work, you don't know where you stand with you. 95% of it is unconscious. And so this quiz, I'll tell you what stage of self-love you're at. Although like a relation, any kind of relationship, it's an ongoing journey. So there are three stages. Completely loved up. And this is where you're taking that daily action to be more self-loving. You know, and your internal state and your love life reflects that. Like it's all going to plan. It feels good. You're like, yeah, woohoo. <laughs> you know, you have some like bumps in the road, but there's not the big ups and downs and emotions all over the place. It's like generally like awesome. The second stage, sort of self-loving. Where either you know that you have, there's some work to do, and maybe even just in what I've been talking about today in my own experiences, you're like, yeah, that applies to me. <laughs> Where either you know you have some work to do, self-love-wise, but you may not really be sure what, or you're trying, like you might have, you know, listened to all that kind of information about self-love that's out there where it's like, work out and do this and that, and have hobbies and put a mask on your face and all that kind of stuff. You know, where you're doing all that kind of stuff, but nothing's really changing for you. Where you still have that kind of like heavy feeling, black cloud, the worry, the anxiety about your future. You've got all that sort of stuff happening. And you haven't experienced like many changes, if at all, in your love life. Like still attracting the same kind of guys that aren't who you want to date. You're attracting no one at all, not getting any dates, all of that kind of stuff. It's just nothing is changing. And then the third category or third stage is self-love, say what? <laughs> you know, and this is really like, most likely this whole thing about self-love is news to you, which is A-OK. -okay. This is where everybody starts at the self-love, say what stage? You know, where you're feeling pretty crappy, feeling pretty, pretty crappy about yourself. You're your biggest critic. You know, you pull yourself to pieces. Your love life just isn't anything. You're just overwhelmed by anxiety, worry about your future, overthinking about relationships. You just, nothing seems to be anywhere where you want it to be. And this is where most women start and that's A-OK. -okay. So what I want you to do, the link is in the show notes, take the quiz 
And you're also going to get some really specific insights. So not only will you figure out what stage you're at, but then you're going to get some really specific insights as well into your first steps from here, from that stage. So even though I've talked a bit about like research and scientific evidence, I totally get that what I'm talking, when I'm talking about self-love, like it may sound completely utterly woo-woo. It might be like, you might, what is she talking about? Universal laws and all that kind of stuff. You know, and it most definitely felt that way to me as well. But you know, like I say now, I've really taken this on. Who cares? Like who cares if this is out there? Who cares if this is something totally new and you're like, what? Results don't lie. Like results do not lie. And I have proven now having hundreds of women through the loved up effect, which is all about, like I said, creating that deep transformational self, self love at the soul level, like the transformations that people have had and are now in their incredible relationships. You know, I didn't make this stuff up. Self love is like how the world works. It's why you hear all that cliche stuff. Love yourself first and everything falls into line. This is how you do it. And I really want you to know that if you relate to anything I've said inside this episode, then know that self-love is where it's at for you. You know, if you want to have that dream relationship, you know, I'm a firm believer in like what you need to hear will come to you. You know, it's no mistake that you're here and you're listening to this episode. And as I said before, there's a choice for you to make. You know, if you choose self-love, you know, if you choose to have that win-win experience, then what I want you to do is make the decision now to put what you have been doing to find love behind you as well. If you're someone and you're like, yeah, I'm going to give this thing a go. I don't know where it's going to take me. I don't know how it's going to work, but I know I need to do something and self-love sounds pretty damn epic. If that's you, then I also want you to make the decision to put what you have been doing behind you. No more mainstream dating advice. None of that stuff that makes you feel terrible about yourself and you know already doesn't work. And then I want you to get excited about all the possibilities that have just opened up for you in making these decisions. Ugh, I am excited for you. <laughs> and then get into the next episode ASAP. Because inside that, I'm going to be walking you through your first step to jump on this self-love train and have it deliver you in the fastest and most empowering way into your dream relationship. Because I know I've just said, stop doing all this stuff. You want to know what to do? I will be walking you through your first step in the next episode.